live from the Goblins Tower, this is the Splat Zone. Flat Zones, we are a monthly video cast slash podcast dedicated to bringing you the best Nintendo-related topics. I'm your host, Nice193. And I'm your co-host, Mario After Party. And guys, we are back for the second time this month with a brand new mini-episode based on Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon. We're just going to call this Pokemon Sun and Moon Part 2. Today, we got a brand new trailer that gave us a little more insight on the game. Um, we're going to discuss all the major topics that we saw in that trailer. So it's going to be a good episode. What do you, what do you think of Mario After Party? It's always a good episode here at the Splat Zones. All right, all right, all right. So right off the bat, I think we can go ahead and talk about the new region. Um, we speculated on this in part one. You know, we kind of figured it was Malaysia based on a image that we saw in a, of a building. Turns out that's not true. Um, if you watch the Japanese trailer and if you just pay any kind of attention to the American trailer, they clearly show you that it's Hawaii. I mean, the Japanese trailer makes it a point of showing a young Japanese boy literally moving to Hawaii. So I don't think we can debate on the location, the region of this game. Right. I, it's, I mean, the name is Alola, which is very similar sounding to Aloha. I'm pretty sure they did that on purpose. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no, there's no kidding on that one. They're just like, yeah, this is the Alola region, you know. So I'm pretty sure that, um, you know, it's Hawaii, but... They're pulling from other different influ island influences within uh, the game, too. So it's not going to be exactly like Hawaii, but um, that's what it appears uh, based on the, the Japanese video and the American video we saw. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? That's, always, that's a smart way to do things because, you know, if you start fusing things together, you don't run the risk of, you know, actually running out of ideas for locations. I mean, the world is big, but the world is finite. <laughs> and, you know, if you start pulling, you know, too, many, too much influence from a specific place, you basically, you'll run out of ideas. I mean, we pretty, human beings as a whole have pretty much covered the entire planet as far as what we've seen. No, but I'm really interested in the Alola region. It's, uh, it's really colorful. Uh, and I'm really hoping that Volcano that you see in the overworld map isn't active? <laughs> it's Pokemon. It's probably not inactive. Here's the thing. I guarantee you it's active, and that legendary lion is somewhere just chilling in the bottom of that lava. He's the reason for, like, major natural disasters. I guarantee it. For some reason, legendary Pokemon and natural disasters go hand in hand. Yeah, legendary Pokemon have a habit of living in places that are uninhabitable by any other being. Exactly. So, let's just go ahead and jump right into the meat and potatoes. 
I think this is the thing we're going to talk about the most. Uh, new starters, bro. New starters. Uh, Rowlett, Litton, and Poplio. These, these are some of my favorite-looking starters in a long time. Like, I don't think I've liked the way that starters have looked since before Black and White. Diamond and Pearl is the last time I really liked the way the starters look. I agree. The starters were pretty strong this time around, and I actually had a difficult time uh, deciding which one that I want to use when the games come out. Normally, I, I know right off the bat who I want to be, but this time I was kind of torn between uh, the owl and the cat. I'm not going to lie. I pretty much knew the second I saw the cat in the trailer, that's what I was going to go for. I was like, it's, some, it's the way that the cat, when it, when it launched a fireball attack, like the fur on its back stood on its end like it was hissing like a real cat when they, when they arch up. I was like, oh, no, that's it. That's game over. That's too cute. I need that. Um, but, you know, going to the, the official website for uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, we do get some information about the Pokemon. So check this. Let's start with Rowlet. Rowlet is the grass flying type Pokemon, dual type, which is nice. Uh, it's category Grass Quill. It's about a foot tall, weighs 3.3 pounds. And uh, here's a little description they have for it. Rowlet can attack without making a sound. It flies silently through the skies, drawing near to its opponents without being noticed, and then lashing out with powerful kicks. It can also attack from a distance using razor-sharp leaves that form part of its feathers. This is cool because it's like a bird grass Pokemon. Its feathers are leaves. Yeah, and it's... It's pretty cute, too. That's why I was kind of tempted to use it. But uh, I think I'm going to end up going with the cat as well. The cat is just, especially when you listen to the trailer and it makes that little sound. <laughs> I'm going to go with the cat. <laughs> yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, speaking of the cat, its name is Litten. It's the fire cat Pokemon. It's one, one foot, four inches, weighs about 9.5 pounds, clearly fire. Uh, I like its description. Logical but passionate, Lin always remains cool-headed and doesn't show its emotions on the surface. Litten can attack with flaming hairballs. Its fur is rich in oils and immensely flammable. Litten grooms itself by licking its fur and then uses the collected fur as fuel for fireball attacks. That is literally the grossest Pokemon attack I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, and as cute as Litten is... Um... Once you learn that its fur is rich in oils and immensely flammable, you realize it's not a Pokemon that you want to pet because you're just going to be petting something that's covered in, like, lighter fluid or oil. Oh, man, I hope there are no smokers in the Pokemon universe, dude. <laughs> just spontaneously combust. Boom. And then we have the little sea lion Pokemon, uh, Poplio, also one foot four inches. This one's kind of heavy, 16.5 pounds, it's your water type. And here's his little description. Poplio's swimming speed is known to exceed 25 miles per hour. It's better at moving in the water than on land. Still, when it's on land, it takes advantage of its elasticity of its balloons to perform acrobatic stunts and jumps. Poplio can snort balloons made out of water. Watch it spin water balloons into playful battle, battle strategy. This one, this is my least favorite of the three. Um, I mean, how many different types of, like, sea seals and sea lion Pokemon are we going to get in these games? That's true. Also, I didn't really like how it 
it looks like a clown seal with the uh, the big red ball on its nose and um, the the little cone or, or whatever that's uh, on its mouth. But uh, you know the it's still not that bad. I I mean even the the water Pokemon in this game looks pretty decent. Oh, it's still they they all look much better than any Pokemon we got in Gen three. So that being said, I. I I'm really excited about these three starters. Um, normally, I go with a grass-type Pokemon. I never really stray away from grass. I think last generation was the first time I used anything other than grass. And I went with water last generation because I wanted the Greninja. This time, I'm going fire. You know, normally, I'll trade for a fire-type you know, starter later. But this the damn cat, man, is just too cute, man. I know. Let's move on to the legendary Pokemon. They look really badass. These are some legendary Pokemon. Yes, and you automatically know what they are right away too, which is good because in some of the past versions, you look at the legendaries and you don't know what you're looking at. So I and th and I was impressed too with the fact that both of them look good. I I was kind of torn between which legendary I was going to pick, but I think I'm going to end up going with Moon just because that little bat vampire legendary looks pretty badass. Oh, man, for me, it's all about that uh, that lion. That lion, it looks so powerful. Like, if you watch my live reaction video that I did earlier today, I'm, you know, I'm talking during that live reaction, and... The second that lion pops up on screen, I just stop and I'm like, whoa. It just looks so good. I haven't seen a legendary look that good in a long time. I was like, damn, that thing looks so powerful. Um, it reminds me of Pyroar a little bit from X and Y, but like stronger and much bigger. I'm excited to uh, get into this game. And, you know, while, you know, while we're talking about these legendaries, you know, we go into the logo for Pokemon Sun and Moon, and we see that the logo clearly represents each legendary Pokemon with the, the Sun logo on Pokemon Sun is the mane of the giant lion, and the, uh, the Moon logo represents, like, the, the overall shape of the bat. So really cool to see those legendaries and just see how different this th these legendaries look in comparison to others that being said though i think this is honestly the first time where we each very specifically wanted a different version of the game most of the time we wait for one another to say which version they want and we usually buy the opposing game in its place so that we instantly have somebody to trade with but this time we both just gravitated towards a different game Okay, so moving on to the box art for these games. This is some crazy box art, bro. I am in love with the box art for Pokemon Sun. That lion looking so ferocious. And uh, there, it, on its forehead, there are like, it looks like a, uh, a, like a night sky with stars in it just looks so cool it looks powerful 
and I just the box art. This is some some really good box art. I mean, it's very standard for the Pokemon series, but for some reason the the lion just looks so regal on the box art, and I'm almost wondering if there's some kind of Hawaiian folklore that has like some kind of creature that is representative of of this beast and the bat. Um, maybe that might be incorporated into the story. I just like how this time around the poke the legendary Pokemon that are on the box actually reflect the theme of, um, you know, what, uh, the two versions are because normally like when you get diamond and pearl or like X and Y, you know, you, you don't really have Pokemon that are really reflecting diamond and pearl i mean they i know they try to or like x and y or black and white but these ones pretty much really embody sun and moon you have a lion that is um standing right there in the sunlight probably absorbing it somehow and then you have a bat vampire pokemon flying around at night you know in the moonlight and they really embody the themes this time. So I think that Nintendo did a good job picking them instead of just going with some other precious metal or, or gem. Like, you know, they went with something that the Pokemon could actually look like. Yeah, and, you know, to go back to what you said, you know, it, it was really kind of a stretch for uh, Yvetal and Xerneas. They, you know, Xerneas looks like an X if it stands in a specific way. And Yvetal has to, like, completely be outstretched for it to look like a Y. I mean, this, they don't really look like X and Y. It's like, this is some really good des de design work that the, the, the monster creators did for this, this time around. This is really, really good. I'm, I'm super excited, and I really just want to get my hands on this game. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the next subject, avatar creation. This is something that got started in Pokemon X and Y. And uh, if you watch the Japanese trailer, the launch trailer for this game, uh, they've expanded it a little bit, adding a, uh, a fourth skin palette that's clearly visible in that Japanese trailer. Important, very important, because avatar customization is its a feature that lots of games are, are, are utilizing now and the, the more you can make your avatar, your in-game character look like yourself, the deeper the connection you feel with the game. Um, Mitomo, for example, I, it's not really a game, it's social media, but I relate to my me a lot because I feel like it looks like me. It is a very good representation of, of myself. And I make it dress like the way I dress. Like I have a, I dress in a certain way. My me fits that description to a T. And Pokemon X and Y had Avatar creation. It wasn't wasn't that great. I mean, this still isn't that great. I mean, just if you're just adding a fourth, you know, skin palette. But remind me. Sorry, could you you could get haircuts in the last game, right? I believe so, but that was tedious. T for me to go 
to get a haircut, it felt tedious in my opinion. Um, I would just like to be able to pick the short hair right off the bat, not have to continuously alter my hairstyle by going to a location of the game. That breaks up the game. Um, I think Splatoon really implements the avatars really well. In Splatoon, when you create an avatar, I mean, you can change its clothes. I'm, really, that's what I'm asking for. I'm asking it to change my avatar's clothes more than I am to change its hairstyle. Uh, my hair is the way it is. It's always going to be shaved so or, you know, faded. I don't need to alter my Mii's hairstyle or my, my, my Squid's hairstyle. I want to pick a hairstyle and that be that. But it's nice, because uh, in Pokemon X and Y, you know, there is a brown skin palette. It's, you know, it doesn't necessarily match my skin tone. So my character looks darker than I am. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, the more accurate I can make my avatar, the happier I'll be at the end of the day when I'm customizing my character. Definitely. There's a lot more diversity in this version. I mean, you can see there's four skin tones for each gender. You have, like, a white European-looking character, a white Asian character, and then uh, either like a Hispanic or Mediterranean skin tone, and then you have like a, a darker, um, like black or maybe um, like Indian type of skin tone. You know, this is good because it actually, if you know, if we go back to the a couple months and when they first announced this game, this is going to be the most accessible Pokemon game. It, it's going to have the most languages programmed into it right off the bat. The more languages you have, the more, the more variety you want to put in the character customization. So, you know, we're all different colors. We're all different shapes. We're different sizes. It's the way it works. And if you're going to make Pokemon more accessible with languages make it more accessible with, with avatar creation. That's, that's a great way of, of going ahead and diversifying the Pokemon world and the people who play in it. Uh, outside of that, the Pokemon Sun and Moon website officially launched. Uh, I'm on it now. There's not a lot going on there, but you know it does provide us with the very specific descriptions of each Pokemon, as well as the American trailer. And it does confirm the one thing that is so important to every Pokemon fan. The release date. Yes, sir. So go ahead and let us know when that release date is, my brother. November 18th of this year, 2016. So you should be able to be playing Pokemon Sun or Pokemon Moon just before Thanksgiving. Oh, man. You already know I'm super stoked about that. So it's essentially two years after Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, November has always been an important date for Nintendo dropping major games. Uh, as far back as I can remember, 1994, November 21st is when they released Donkey Kong Country. One of my favorite games of all time. November really holds some mark. It's, it's a marquee date for Nintendo because it's, that, it's like right before Black Friday, right before Christmas. Everybody's shopping. And you already know that this game just made everybody's Christmas list. 
Definitely. This game, not only is this game going to be the hottest uh, handheld game of the holiday season, but it is really going to boost 3DS sales for Nintendo as well. Which is, which is really important because the 3DS, while it's not having a, as hard of a time as the Wii U, it just feels like for the last two years, the 3DS sales and 3DS games, it's like there, there hasn't been much to talk about on the 3DS front with the exception of Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and you skipped those games, didn't you? Those were the only um, versions I skipped, the ones for the, um, what was that, system? Uh, the Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance, yeah, I never had a Game Boy Advance. But, yeah, these, you know, these versions will be out just before Thanksgiving, and actually, um, I know I said it's going to be the most popular handheld game. It's probably just going to be the most popular game of the holiday season, period. Yeah, I have to 100% agree. I mean, this... You know, it always seems like every time Pokemon is is down and out, they always... They find a way to, to bring it back and, and spin it on everybody's head. Uh. Yeah, they find a way to keep it fresh. They find a way to innovate the series enough to keep it fresh and keep it um, fun and still um, have a lot of new features in it to, to where it keeps bringing back uh, the you know players time and time again. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, so this is the 20th anniversary of Pokemon. Uh, we've been there since the beginning. Um, I honestly think that this generation this what is Gen 7 is going to be the best. Um, I haven't been this excited about a Pokemon game in a long, long time. These starter Pokemon look great. These legendary Pokemon look phenomenal. I am I'm just ready to get this game. I need it now. I want I kinda want more information. Like this teaser I watched both of these teaser trailers and I did so very excitedly. I did my live reactions for these and uh it was just excitement on my face, man. Uh, you know, let's go ahead and just talk about the trailers for just a minute. I, you know, the American trailer, it was very meat and potatoes. There was not a lot of, you know, extra stuff going on in there. Very basic. Like, this is what you're going to get. Be happy. We're not going to talk about this game for a while. Right. It was just all about introducing the starters to us. Exactly. Um, the Japanese trailer, which, in, in my opinion, just miles better. The Japanese trailer really does what this year as a whole has done. 2016 has been a very giant celebration of Pokemon, and not just Pokemon, but Pokemon trainers. Um, this game, the, I mean, this trailer that they showed, was very much keeping in line with that Super Bowl commercial that we got earlier this year. Uh, it showed us that Pokemon, you know, can be a bridge. Like, you, you know, you have the boy who moves from Japan to Hawaii. There's a language barrier for him. He's, you know, he's not, he's not making friends at school, but he makes friends because of Pokemon. He makes friends because of Pokemon. You know, going back to our friendship, 
you know, we were cool early, you know, when we first met. I don't think we really became, like, really good friends until we actually kind of mutually bonded over Pokemon one Sunday. You know, we were talking about it, and I just, I was like, oh, I'm playing Pokemon right now. Me too. I was like, what version are you playing? I'm playing blue. I'm playing red. You know, and we just bonded over that. And I, that commercial just really reminded me of that moment in our friendship where we truly bonded over, over something mutual. It's funny that's how you remember it because I don't really remember that. I just remember the first time I felt like I was actually good friends with you was uh, when your ex-girlfriend told me to choose between her and you. And I was like, oh, Dennis. I mean. See, but <laughs> that actually happened after, though. That happened after that incident. Uh, oh. Let's not, you know. We should, we should put bad memories in the, we should just, you know, Hakuna Matata, those bad memories and, you know, put the past behind us. But still, no, I mean, I just really remember that moment. We were, we were at church, you know, where we actually spent a lot more time than, you know, most people would be willing to admit. But I just remember we were talking about, you know, random BS in the middle of mass. We we're such bad Catholics. <laughs> we were just talking about stuff and Somehow we just ended up on on the Pokemon conversation, and uh, I just remember like feeling fe feeling a bond between you and you and myself because of that game. And then you know, a couple weeks later, to run into you at the movie theater watching the first Pokemon movie. Right, I remember that. But that's what this trailer reminded me of. It reminded me is that yes, you can make friends through Pokemon. You can make lifelong friends through Pokemon. You know. There are people who do whole podcasts, you know, just based on the people they have met while playing Pokemon online. Like, this is a global thing. This is, this might be one of the most important video game franchises of the last, you know, 40 years. It's a game that really can unite people just because of it was meant to be interactive. You were, it was meant to where you could only get certain Pokemon by trading them and that, you know, you would be able to battle against your friend's Pokemon. And um, from the very beginning, it's always been like that. So Nintendo was just trying to take that now to a global scale. But um, just to kind of veer off that topic a little bit i don't know if you did you get a chance to look at the map of the region on the japanese uh commercial for pokemon i did but it's very brief and i did not you know i did not freeze from it uh anything specific you're saying I'm, there well i'm not sure if it's a map of the entire region but it it does look pretty interesting i mean there's a, a an urban area there's the volcano along with some sort of a, a reef or a, you know, area um, after that. And then there's like a forest um, mountainous type area with a little cove. Got a lot of island features to the game, but um, it looks pretty interesting. It looks different from any of the other regions we've seen in previous games. Uh it actually, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Um, if it reminds me of any region, uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, the regions of uh, uh, Ruby and Sapphire. 
there's a lot of water in Ruby and Sapphire, and this is it's kind of similar to that, but it's it's definitely Hawaii, and it's it's different enough. Um, I'm looking at the actual a picture of the map that I found online. I there's a little cave that I'm look, that I'm seeing here. I'm wondering if that's going to be something that's locked. You can't get there. Is that like where we find our new Mewtwo type character? Possibly. I don't know. But like I said, this looks kind of small. I don't know if this is the entire region. I think this is just going to be a, a portion of it. But it does look pretty unique from any of the other games. It stands out. Yeah, I 100% I agree. Um, definitely... Definitely looking forward to this game, man. I'm just It's a new Pokemon game, dude. Yeah, it's a new Pokemon game, and we know when it's coming out now, and we we can already start to imagine which, which Pokemon we're going to be using because a lot of people, pretty much right from the get-go, like us, they know. They, they see you know, those three starters, and they know immediately, okay, I'm definitely going with this one. Or they see the box art and they're like, man, I'm definitely picking this version. So it gets people excited. And with that, since you brought that up, this month's contest is going to be, which is going to be your Pokemon starter for Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon. Which is your starter? That's the question of the month. And, you know, and let's go even further. Which version of the game are you getting? Are you going with Sun or are you going with Moon? After Party, you said you're going with what game? I'm going to be going with Moon, and I'm going to be picking Litten, the cute little kitty cat that you don't want to pet. I am also going to pick Litten as my starter, but I am picking Pokemon Sun. But we're going to let you, the Splat Zoners, decide which version of the game is going to be more popular? Pokemon Sun, Pokemon Moon, and who are you guys starting with? All right. So, guys, let's go ahead. We're going to hit you up with our closing thoughts. Mar After Party, what do you got to say? Um, there wasn't a whole lot revealed in these trailers. That said, I almost felt like we had more revealed in the, the teaser trailer that came out um, a few weeks ago. So I think we kind of hit up everything we could on what they gave us, but I'm excited. And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, I 100% I agree. Yeah, I was, I was literally thinking the same thing. We saw a lot of cool stuff in the, uh, the, the teaser trailer from a few months back, but this time we have some real substance. You know, we have, we have the starters, and right, you know, this, having the starters – in a very visible manner, it's you. You everybody's already made their choice. Let's be one hundred percent real. Everybody's made their choice as to which starter they're gonna get, and that's gonna basically determine how we play this game from here on out. Right. They. I mean, they only showed us five Pokemon, but the five that they showed us look great, and the legendaries look phenomenal. I one hundred percent agree. Well, guys. That's going to be it for this episode, but before we let you go, we've been forgetting to do this, so let me make sure we do it now. we got to hit you with those social media links. You can hit us up on Twitter, at Nice1983. 
You can email us at nice 183 at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash nice193gamecollecting. Don't forget to check out the website, nice1983.wix.com slash gamecollecting. And as always, if you want to hear new and old episodes of the Splat Zones, you can catch us on iTunes, you can stream us on Stitcher Radio, and you can always watch new episodes here on YouTube. That's going to be it for this episode, guys. My after party, you got anything left to say? Stay fresh. Stay fresh. To train them is my cause. I will travel across the land, searching far and wide. Each Pokemon to understand the power that's inside. Pokemon, gotta catch up, it's you and me. I know it's my destiny. Didn't you have to sing that song when you were in trouble when we went and did that retreat? Yes. Yes, we did. That was so bad. It was one of the funniest things I ever did, though. That's what you get for being late for, for breakfast at church. <laughs> <laughs>